Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sideline with the Cooks. I'm Erica and this is my mama. This is Valerie. How is everyone doing this afternoon? Chilling at home. Yeah, so uh, another week of quarantine and lockdown and we hope that everyone is safe and at home and doing well. Yeah, correct. <laughs> doing well. You, If you're at home, you're doing good. Yeah, I hope nobody's going too crazy being stuck in the house. Well, like I said, enjoy it while it lasts. How many times in the past have you wanted to just, just, you know, just sit down, lock everything out? Now is the time. Right. Yeah. Wanted more time in the day. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So we have switched to this bi-weekly format. Um, until things kind of return to normal in the sports world. Um, so here we are this week, and we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, this week, I didn't want to do a highlights and violations segment. Um, I just wanted to use this segment um, of the show to, you know, just pay our respects and send our thoughts and prayers to Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, he lost his mother on Monday uh, to complications from coronavirus and... Um, for those who don't know, earlier in March, he announced that both his parents had been infected with the virus. Uh, fortunately, his father had recovered enough to go um, to go home. His mother did not. So sending uh, thoughts and prayers his way for sure. Absolutely. This um, virus is no joke and it knows no bounds. It's affecting everybody. In some shape, form, or fashion. So my thoughts and prayers are out for he and his family as well as everybody else who suffered a loss due to Rona. Yeah. And with that, we'll go ahead and get right into our headlines of the week. Um, We'll mostly be talking about the NBA today because as of right now, they're the only... The only professionally trying to do something for the people, trying to keep our spirits uplifted and have us talking about basketball. Um, so last week, they uh, it aired on ESPN a 2K tournament featuring NBA players. So NBA players playing NBA 2K um, tournaments. Okay, when you and, say NBA 2K, what does that mean? It's a video game. Oh, oh, never mind. <laughs> so you have <laughs> NBA mind. players playing 2K, which is Ooh. the video game for the NBA. Okay. I thought you knew I thought you knew what 2K was. No. No. Okay. Me, no. I've spent majority of my life playing video well, games. And you and you are absolutely correct. You are absolutely correct. You are absolutely correct. So forgive me if I forget. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there was a uh it was uh aired on espn i think it was i want to say it was 16 16 nba players mm-hmm. um who participated in the tournament um you know single elimination mm-hmm. and the winner of the tournament was awarded like a hundred thousand dollars to donate to their their charity of mm-hmm. you know the charity that they wanted to donate to um, so that was interesting. It's um, so Devin Booker ended up winning the tournament, and what the biggest 
takeaway for me is that not every great basketball player is also good at playing basketball in a video game. Mm-hmm. Okay, because go ahead, go ahead. Who all participated in this game? Uh, let's see if I can remember these names off the top of my head. Right. Um, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, um, I want to say Trey Young. Mm-hmm. I might be getting him confused with the horse competition. Mm-hmm. Possibly Trey Young. Um, Montrez Harrell. Mm-hmm. Hassan Whiteside. Mm-hmm. Andre Drummond. And you telling me that what's his face lost? My man lost? Kevin Durant? Yes. Yes, he lost. He's not that great of a 2K. Or I don't want to say that. Maybe he was having a bad day. He did not appear to be that great of a 2K player during the tournament. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. That's okay. It's better to be good on the court. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. So they, I mean, they tried the, the NBA is actually trying to put stuff out there for us to, you know, to take away our, you know, to give something for us to watch and Mm -hmm. put our attention on. Um, And right now, essentially virtual, anything virtual is all that they can do. So um, online gaming is really huge anyway. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you know, mom, but the, the NBA is not kind of like sponsoring an actual professional they call it esports league. So the best 2K players in the world are playing 2K professionally on teams and were picked and and NBA this this past season or recently, maybe this past year, had decided to kind of like partner with that. Really? Yes. Online gaming is is a sport. Okay. It's, tre- it's treacherous. Okay. People put in a lot of time and time and money and blood, uh-huh. sweat, and tears into online gaming. Mm-hmm. Which, as we saw from watching the 2K tournament for NBA players, it's not as easy as it sounds. Because you would think that all these guys who are incredible basketball players would, you know, be fa- flawless. And no, there was a couple blowouts. Some people really? were really bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you didn't call me and let me know because I sure knew nothing about this. Well, I wasn't about to sit and watch. I wasn't going to watch that. I caught highlights and stuff, but I wasn't about to sit and watch that. Well, no, not that I wanted to sit and watch it, but at least let me know because I'm like, really? Okay. I didn't know. I didn't know. But that's okay. (laughs) That is okay. And so... um, Let's see what else. Also, the NBA trying to help us out here while we're waiting for them to make a decision um, about you know resuming play. They are now in the middle of a horse challenge, a horse tournament. Okay, now I know what and horse you know, is. Unless they do doing it different, horses. I do know what horse is. Unless they doing it different. Okay, so you do know what horse is. Uh-huh. Awesome. So participating in the horse uh, challenge tournament, if you would call it, um, the first, I want to say the first round was this past weekend. 
So in the first round, you had Chauncey Billups against Trey Young, and Chauncey Billups won. Mike Conley against Tamika Catchings, and Mike Conley won. Zach Mike. against Yeah, yep, Mike. Zach Levine against Paul Pierce, and Zach Levine won. Allie Quigley from the Chicago Sky against uh-huh. Chris Paul, uh-huh. and she beat Chris Paul. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, and you and you can find the the video, it, the, the edited version now, of course, because this was, I can't, I can't remember if it was they were live or if they prepared it before airing it, but you can find the actual footage of the first round of uh, the horse challenge on YouTube if you just type in NBA horse challenge. Okay. Okay. And it was, it was. I mean, it's. It was. I was. I was entertained. Of course, I didn't watch it live, but from watching back on over YouTube, I was definitely entertained. Mm-hmm. Um, the matchup between Chauncey Billups and Trey Young was um, was good because this forces you to see a little bit of personality mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. see and to see players trash talk and banter back and forth. For that and that was really cool. And also for them to include you know a couple of WNBA players. Right. It's exciting as well. Yeah, because they can't get ready for the season either. Right. And um, so f- this Thursday, so uh, tomorrow, if you end up listening to this today, will be they'll have the semifinal round and then the championship round. So in the semifinals, we have Chauncey Billups versus Mike Conley and Zach Levine versus Allie Quigley. Oh, okay. Okay. So, that should be fun. Well, I'm going to give you some homework, Mama, because you'll find this funny. I want you to go and watch the competition between Zach Levine and Paul Pierce because um, you I'm a, you know who Zach Levine is, right? Yeah, really? and I, you really? know who okay. Paul Pierce is too, don't okay. you? Okay, so Zach Levine, really, really good dunker, amazing dunker, but they can't do any dunks. They said no dunking in – in, in this contest. Mm-hmm. So what Zach Levine did, he used his athleticism to his advantage. Because we all know Paul Pierce wasn't the most athletic. Leave the old man alone. And he's also retired. So you will find it fun, quite funny to okay. watch them two go at it. And Zach realize, oh, I can use my athleticism to, to win this. <laughs> okay, I will. I will. I got so, it yeah. here. Okay, okay. That's your that's that's your homework. You'll get okay. a kick out of it. Okay. And last thing about the NBA, so they're still trying to between like executives and the commissioner Adam Silver and athletic training staffs for each of the organizations. They're trying to figure out what would be the best, you know, plan to return to play if the season can resume. Mm-hmm. Um, so last I heard, they weren't going to make a de- decision on whether or not to resume until May, the beginning of May. Right. Um, and That's so, what I heard. And so right now, they're just kind of coming up with what's going to be, uh, I don't want to call it lag time, but that's the only thing I could come, <laughs> what, I'll use my athletic trainer term, what is going to be the return to play process? Like, so, you know, right, when the season- right. When the season resumes, they're not just going to go right back into playing games. There's going to need to be time for practice and allowing players to get, to get back in game shape. And then are we going to play out the rest of the regular season or go mm-hmm. right to the playoffs as things stand? And um, so, you know, executives around the league, athletic trainers for each team are trying to come to 
come up with a plan. I think last I heard, we were looking from somewhere between 25 to 30 days and trying to figure out what will happen during those 25 to 30 days. As far and, as- the, and most important, they were still going to, you know, make a decision based on the medical that is available at the time. Yes. Making a decision based on medical that's available, mm-hmm. deciding on how to potentially quarantine players and their families and staff and you know, there's a lot of moving parts with trying to resume um, play. Right, because point. I heard the baseball, they were considering just letting the teams play and have, just let the teams play. And then at, I guess, certain sites in the country that have a low yeah. uh, virus and that nobody would be in the stadium when they played. Right. It was it was really weird how they would. Yes, yeah, so I think it would so theorize how it could work. Yeah, so I've heard a couple theories, especially even with Major League Baseball, that they were looking to essentially pick a place and have all the all the games happen mm-hmm. in the same. I think place one place so that, was Arizona. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that players can be isolated and. As of right now, I doubt any of these games, if any season resumes or starts on time, or, or will have fans until. I think the biggest thing was that they wanted to make sure that one rapid, some type, some form of rapid testing is available in order to screen players and team personnel. Right, it's a lot of. I don't. I don't want to get all political or societal right now, but I don't think any long-term plans can be made until this virus is under control or at least there's a cure and or treatment for it. So that's my, that's, I'll be that short and brief. Yeah. So I don't, there, I think they can come up with something, but my thinking is it'll be difficult to isolate everybody outside of like players and essential team personnel Mm -hmm. um i don't think you could tell these players families they can't can't go anywhere right Right. i don't think you can do that um there's going to be some people within the organization that you wouldn't be able to to say that to so i'm i'm interested in to see what they come up with um it's interesting when people keep bringing up you know the rapid testing and and treatment and stuff because as of right now i mean us regular old americans people are still having trouble just getting tested like there's still not enough testing that's exactly and that's why we won't return to normal anytime soon they may i think let me put it this way we're gonna be walking around with face masks and gloves from here on out until they can come up with a cure or a form of treatment. I don't know what else to say. I mean, that's how I feel. I agree. I, and I think it, uh, it'll it be difficult to restart when, rap, you know, testing is not available to everyone. And it just, it would just, I don't think it would be a good look. Because as of right now, what we've seen so much of is that, People who are wealthy were able to get tested, even though they weren't symptomatic. And but people who were symptomatic 
couldn't get tested, couldn't go to the ER, couldn't go to a hospital. So I don't, I'm not sure how this will look, but at the same time, I would love to have some basketball to watch. We would all love to have something to watch. I've tried to watch the old games. Yeah, to a point, it's okay. But then I know in the end, who's going to win? Speaking of coronavirus, um, there is reports out. There are reports, not there is. There are reports out there that the relationship between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert is a bit rocky. Um, For those who don't remember, uh, just maybe a day or two before Rudy Gobert was the first NBA player diagnosed with coronavirus, there's that clip of him um, touching all the microphones on the table that he was doing his press time. And the reports are that he just ignored, you know, all the precautions that were that were given out to players. And he was very touchy, you know, hands on with his teammates and touching stuff, touching their stuff, touching them. And then for it to be him that gets the gets diagnosed first and essentially kind of how the league shut down soon after he was diagnosed. Um, Donovan Mitchell was also diagnosed. If I remember correctly, he mentioned that he felt fine. He really didn't have any symptoms, but that he did test positive right. um, for coronavirus. Right. So I, I'm a little confused as to why this relationship would be rocky. Like, of yes, he was irresponsible by not taking precautions seriously, but I mean... We know plenty of people who didn't take it seriously at first. Every day. Oh, we know. And we know people who still, we probably all know people who still to this day don't take it seriously. Exactly. Exactly. So they need to get over it. They fine. They're healthy. It turned out okay for them. You know, get over it. I agree. I was, I'm, I'm a bit upset at hearing these reports because it's not if Rudy had known that he was positive for Corona, he wouldn't have done all that stuff like he was just yes he was being irresponsible but it wasn't like he was doing this maliciously exactly so so hopefully they can work that out because with this happening and they're on the same team yeah they are um this may be a factor in whether or not Donovan Mitchell stays in Utah like if they, you know, kind of reach a plateau as far as success and then you have this issue, if they can't resolve it, who knows if we'll continue to see Donovan Mitchell in Utah with the Jazz. Okay, get over it, grow up. And, and, and I, hopefully they have grown up after this. I mean, yeah, he was playing, you play too much. Remember when you, you play yes. too much. <laughs> yes, it was just a case of you play too much and mm-hmm. oh, just absolute terrible timing mm-hmm. because like shortly after Rudy Gobert tested positive, you know, all the games got suspended and but he also they weren't the only two NBA players. There were players from the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets, there was a player from mm-hmm. the Detroit Pistons, there was players for the Lakers who, you know, all tested positive. So I you know, I I would hope folks aren't completely blaming Rudy Gobert for Right. For the shutdown. Just stop playing too much. Just right. Just keep <laughs> let's keep our hands to ourselves. Um, so hopefully they re- can repair that fully. Um, 
Rudy Gobert did do an interview the other day with Taylor Rooks and she asked him about their relationship and he said, you know, yeah, we've talked. Um, it's not perfect, but, you know, we're professionals, we're grown men and we're here to win a championship. So we're going to do what we need to do. So hopefully they stick with that attitude. They got to. going to be a long year. Right. So last on our list for our headlines of the week segment is I just want to say um, everybody tune in to the WNBA draft on Friday. Um, it'll be virtual because, of course, we can't be in groups right now. So check out the, the draft on Friday. Um, I think can you just send me a text and remind me? Yes. Because all I'm concentrating on, I'm just going to be honest, is the documentary. And I know that's Sunday night. That's April. Yes. April 19th. So Sunday night. Friday, <laughs> Friday night. Friday night, tune into the WNBA draft. Sunday, turn into uh, the 30. Is it a 30? It has to be a 30 for 30. Turn into the 30 for 30 about Michael Jordan, The Last Dance. There we go. Could not remember the title. But turn, tune in for that. Tune in for the draft. And then Friday. a couple of days later, it's the NFL draft virtual. Yes. Yes, turn in, tune in so we can all talk about it for a bit. Did you see they paid that running back? Carolina played that running back all that money. I did see that. Okay. That's for next time. Okay. <laughs> we can, yeah, sure. We can talk about it next time. Well, well that's for next time because, see, never mind. That's for next time. Okay. They paid the running back. The Carolina Panthers paid the running back $34 million. But you got rid of your quarterback, Cam Newton. Hello? <laughs> yep, I'm still here. <laughs> okay. All right. So I I'm see tuning in Friday. Virtual yes. draft. WNBA. Tune in, tune in Friday. Tune in Sunday for the last dance. Mm -hmm. So we can all rejoice in having something to watch. Mm -hmm. And for it to be about Michael Jordan, like how as exciting is that? Mm -hmm. The most exciting. Real exciting. Yes. Can't wait. And <laughs> neither can I. And with that, that'll wrap up this short episode of Sideline with the Cooks. Like I said earlier, we're switching to that bi-weekly format. So we'll be back in two weeks. Um, you oh, can we're going to have plenty to talk about in two weeks. Woo! Yes, two drafts? Can. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will. So um you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Um if you're looking for us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at Sideline WT Cooks or on Facebook at Sideline with the Cooks Podcast. Um Mama, do you have any words of wisdom to share with the people, the lovely people? Yeah, just take it minute by minute, day by day, week by week. Please, please, please. I know everybody's going stir crazy, but we've got to get a handle on Rona, as Erica calls it. The longer we don't do his ass, the longer we'll be homebound. God bless everyone. Couldn't have said it better than, than, than that. All right, we are we'll be back in 2 weeks guys. Bye. Bye.